to Stars Hollow Weekly, a podcast where we're talking about the Gilmore Girls. Weekly. Weekly. <laughs> Weekly basis. So what we want to do with this podcast is we're going to watch an episode of the Gilmore Girls. For me, it will be probably the fifth time I've watched said episode. It's only the fifth time for you? Only. <laughs> it's, it's seven seasons. And back when they used to do, you know, like 22 episodes a season. Yeah. That's a lot. I thought that you were still like on like your seventh run through though. Oh my god. So this will be your sixth run through. Probably I don't know. It's I've actually lost count. I feel like I've been doing it like once a year. Okay. Um and I've only just I only recently came to it too. So it's not like I've been doing it once a year since it first came on. I've been doing it once a year, um, maybe for the past three years. Alright. But then maybe more than yeah, you have to if you're on at least yeah, five times. I, I know, now that I'm saying it out loud. Yeah, math. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there may have been a couple of years there where I watched it more than once. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Well, and this will be my first and a partial time watching it because I've never seen every episode. I've seen some episodes a whole lot of times. I've seen some episodes not at all. But we've both seen... A Year in the Life when it was on Netflix. Well, rather when it came out on Netflix because right. it's still there. It right. lives there forever. And we're just going to be talking about the Gilmore Girls and we're going to be going into a lot of stuff. We're going to be doing character analyses. We're going to be talking about, well, how they might predict the future. <laughs> <laughs> That's my own theory. We'll get to that episode when it comes. I feel like it happens... Um, Oh, okay. But I don't want to give away what it is. So, over 20 episodes in, maybe 30. Right. We'll find out. Right, we'll find right. out. Okay. Now, this is a a multi-year journey that we're going on because this is a weekly show. This is not a daily show. It's a weekly thing that we are going to be on together. And hopefully, we'll get through more than one season of the Gilmore Girls doing this uh, before uh, we get bored or tired or of it or want to kill each other. You don't mean bored or tired of the Gilmore Girls, do you? No, I meant bored okay. or tired of the podcast. Oh, okay. Of talking about the Gilmore Girls. I was going to say, because on my fifth time through, I haven't... I'm not bored at all, so... All right, so... Um, there are some uh, shows that will do, like, a year in review, but since we haven't watched it yet together... Yeah. Let's call this the year in preview. Okay. Yeah? I like that. Yeah, or pre-review. I like it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, one of the things that I wanted to really go through was I felt like... When I was watching the Gilmore Girls through the first uh, time that I watched, I feel like I really re- related to Rory. Um, you know, she she was always focused on her goals, what she wanted to do, where she wanted to go to school. And I related to that because I was actually going through grad school at the time. And then on my second time through, I related a little more to uh, Lorelai. Um, just that I saw more of her character, more where she was coming from. And you're about the same age. And yeah, and we're about the same age. And that that's the fun thing. Like when Gilmore Girls came out, like I said, I didn't watch it originally, but I would have been Rory's age. Like I, I, if I started watching it, then I would have been 16 when um, it first came out. And then I started watching it again, like you said, when I was Lorelai's age. Um, and then on the third way through, you know... Um, just the journey for me and I know like everyone probably came at it differently or maybe didn't come at this part but you know I always looked at 
Lorelai side of it and how she argued with her parents in that rift but during the third time through I started seeing it more from Emily's side and her her whole storyline through the whole thing because when I you know when I first watched it I just noticed like yeah no wonder Lorelai wanted to get away from that life and then as you watch it again even from episode one you can see where Emily's coming from and the pain that she went through so I just think it's really great that it's such a wonderfully written show that it lasted the test of time through all these years and then there's so many different levels to it when they were writing it that you really can go through and watch the same episode again and again from you know everyone's different perspective and see something new it's kind of like Frasier that way yeah, and it's like the characters are just that well developed and written with their, you know, right from the first episode, everyone with their own very distinct personality. Um, it wasn't just a pilot episode where it's like, and eh, we don't know what we're doing with each of these characters. Who are they? What are they like? It's. It seems like from the very beginning, you really are coming at someone's life from right in the middle it's not like they just started when the show started like you were you were seeing the person from where they are in their life so that's why I feel like I've been able to watch it five times without getting bored now for me um I don't think I've actually ever seen the pilot episode um I I'm assuming that's when Rory goes off the Chilton for the first time almost okay I don't want to I don't want to ruin it for you Okay. I don't want to ruin it for yeah, the sh- the sh- the show the show's been off the air for a while, so um, we will get into spoilers on this oh, a little yeah. bit. Um, and let except that since for me this is relatively new-ish, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we shouldn't do spoilers at all. I don't know. We're figuring okay, out the okay. rules as yeah, we go. I'm here, a little people. torn on that because the one thing I wanted to do almost was. I wanted to talk about spoilers because, you know, if we see an episode with a character in it, um, like for example, like I said, terrible at names. I'm so sorry. Um, I think Brad, um, he was the, he was the, uh, Chilton student who ended up going off to Broadway and, um, you know, making a little bit of a name for himself. But, um, as many of you may remember when you first meet him, uh, they're doing the Romeo and Juliet play and he, you know, says something like, I, I, I can't, I can't be Romeo because I might like throw up or, you know, something like that, get really nervous. So it's kind of funny. So I was wondering, you know, maybe not like huge spoilers or anything, but like if a character like foreshadows something or says something was, like that. Was he the one who did the overly dramatic speech and possibly song if I'm remembering correctly at the graduation? I think so. All right. But yeah, like... All right, yeah. So, yeah, you know what? Some gentle spoilers. That's what I mean. Or, like, you know, obviously, and, you know, this was probably on purpose, but, you know, in the early episodes, Luke will will say, you know, his thoughts on marriage, Mm -hmm. which, obviously, we can take forward into a year in the life. You know, he, he says, I, like, I forget his exact wording, but, like, he, he insults marriage, 
um, kind of insinuates he'll never, he'd never want to enter into marriage. And then, you know, when we come at it from a year in the life and we do see that they have been together, but they're still not married, you know, we can trace that back to maybe like episode two or three or, you know, at least and Emily, one. and Emily yeah. even says something along the lines of you're not together, you're roommates. Oh, Emily Gilmore. Ouch. Oh, speaking truth in a harsh way sometimes. Just a little. But she's so fantastic. Oh, she's amazing. She's a peach. I love her. I know they always say, like, uh, if you're team, like, Jess or team Logan or if you're team Dean. Oh, no, I'm team Emily. I know. That's how I feel. I think that's the part we're going to agree on. But remember, like I said, when you watch the series, you know, if, if you know that you're going to be watching yeah. it back to back. I might switch uh, allegiances. Right. Yep. You might just relate a little more with, like, Lorelai side of it because... Well, I am, right now, um, Lorelai's age a few seasons in. Yeah. So I might just side with her and say, what is this crap? Come right. on. I mean... But then, uh, you're in the life, she's She's got to be about uh, 50 or so. Yeah. And that's, I think, roughly her parents' age when the show starts. They might be, like, like maybe slightly older than that, like mid-50s. But, because they were young-ish when they had her. Because Lorelai was, I think, 16 when she had Rory. Maybe 17 tops. 16. All right. And Emily and Richard, though, were in their very early 20s, I want to say, when they had Lorelai. I can't say that they ever said. I, I, I feel that they insinuated it, though, because... And again, this is me dealing with partial knowledge of the show. Um, because they both went to Yale. They both graduated right. from Yale. Right. And Lorelai happened, I feel, kind of right after they got, they got out of Yale. I guess we could probably so, easily figure this out with a quick Google tw- search. Yeah, but like 22, 23 years old. We can come back to that later. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's it's kind of fun just seeing how the perspectives can start to change over time. Seeing how they right. grow as people and how much do each of them become their mother. Well, yeah. And when we go back to a year in the life, how old is Rory when that starts, you know? So... I feel like she was older than the character herself actually should have been. Um, yeah, I, I, feel, yeah, I feel Alexis Bledel is, like, technically older, but, um, yeah. no, Rory, when you come back to a year in the life... Is in her 30s. Um, she's, yeah, so, um, I think she might even be about, like, 31 when it begins or something along those lines. So close so, to yeah. Lorelai's age when the, exactly. when the original show began. Yeah, so it's just showing where she is at that point. That's crazy. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, any philosophies of the show before we end this uh, preview episode? Philosophies of the show. Oh, goodness. I feel like you could probably pick apart each character with their own psychology and their own philosophy. Yeah, I feel that a lot of the secondary characters, not even tertiary characters, but a lot of the secondary characters are more archetypes than actual characters. I found that too, and, you know, I want to pay a little more attention on my, you know, fifth, sixth, and whatever, whatever time throw on, yeah. but I, I know one thing that bothered me was I feel, 
like lean, for example, sometimes I want to see what her story was. Yeah, like, I feel like her mother, who has less screen time, is a better developed yeah, character. Yeah, like I feel like lean. In a way, it was kept one dimension. She was kept one dimensional, but almost you could guess the other things going on and guess the the, yeah. the struggles there. Um, but sometimes I didn't want to just guess the struggles. Like it was always, you know, she she was into music. Music was her life. She talked in music, um, and obviously there was a struggle of, you know, she was. Um, you know, being raised by a very strict traditional mother, the struggle of, you know, she's, she's Americanizing, um, which is a very intense struggle. Um, but you didn't see it as much. You just saw her trying to get away, trying to get away, trying to evade, trying to avoid mom catches her mom yells at her. Um, it was more kept kind of funny until, you know, the, the later seasons when, or the later season when, you know, Lane was kicked out of her house. And then you really did see, like, the beauty of that relationship. You know, when she she goes back in the middle of the night and she kisses her mom when her mom is sleeping. But, you know, her mom would never know. So it's like you, you see more of that seriousness of what, what was going on with Lane. But um, in a way, like I said, it was almost like they kept her very, like you said, like surface. Yeah one-dimensional you're based you're based on a quirk you're based on a I like music my mom yells at me other characters that have that happen to but in a far less serious way are like Miss Patty and Paulette Miss Patty has this glamorous uh, scandalous uh, life before she comes to Stars Hollow and Paulette's just whatever Paulette is has going on Sally Struthers character yeah um that you kind of want to know what their stories are, but they're such cartoons to an extent. They're not, they're almost not real people. And then Taylor, kind of the same can be said about him. And certainly Kurt. Kurt is not a real person. Kurt cannot be a real person. In a way, and that's, a, and that's where I struggle too, because in a way, you know, it's not called the, the Patty and, you know, Kirk show. So yeah, it's, it's not like, a show called yeah. Stars Hollow. Right, we can't, the, you know, they obviously couldn't develop everyone, and, and that's part of the amazingness um, of the Gilmore Girls, is that they they gave people with all of these quirks and these backstories, and even though you don't really get to know them, except in snippets and peaks, yeah. they are developed, so that's why I, I struggle with it a little, because it's like, I did want to learn more about other people, but obviously, you know, it's called the Gilmore Girls, yeah, absolutely. Now, one other final thing I gotta say um, that I'm a fan of the show on is the use of diegetic music, of music that is not just being piped in, but is actually happening. So, like the guitar player, the singer on the street, and you hear it initially as like a music overlay, but then you actually see them playing right there, usually around the gazebo. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's just, it's it's part of the whole thing because even though the Gilmore Girls, it's a very, it's a very believable story. Everything about it is pretty believable. Like all of these things could happen. There's still that magic about it. Um, 
when you really step back and look at it, it is a little unbelievable. Like a movie theater in the middle of town that has, you know, couches and folding chairs for seats. Um, the town grocery store being the size of, you know, <laughs> gosh, I don't even know, like a, a tiny little convenience. You know, it's, it's the size of a bodega. Yeah. So it's, that's kind of the magic of it though, too. It's, it's that it's pretty believable but when you really look at it there is that unbelievable quality to it of just it being some sort of it's magical it's dreamy um and there always is that that hint of beauty in it so i think that's what really makes it stand out a hint of beauty yeah, it is i'm just like as i'm talking about that i'm picturing at you know, like Laura. See, I said there's gotta be. I feel like there can't not be spoilers. Like at Laura. All right, go ahead with them. <laughs> at Lorelai's engagement party, um, you have you know the the little you know Miss Patty's. Um, she has her little dancers, her uh, dancing for Lorelai, and they're dressed up as little brides. So again, you, something pretty believable. But then you know near the end, the music is is going. There's a beautiful song happening, and then it turns to the little the little brides. There's like maybe like six of them. They're all the cutest little girls. They're sitting in the gazebo, and they're all looking in one direction. So it's just you know, in real life, those kids would have been like tearing out of their bride costumes, throwing them everywhere, having a fit. You know, like what whatever may happen. But it was just you know just like a beautiful moment where it's just the little brides were just sitting there all looking in one direction while this beautiful music was playing and it's just like that that little bit of unbelievable that little bit of beauty huh. yeah. it may, you just made me think of when she and Luke massive spoilers for several years from now when we actually get to the year in the life but when she and Luke get married it's a very storybook moment yeah, no, actually, now that you mention it, it is. It's um, it's very, you know, the gazebo, obviously, a place of magic. Um, you know, where Stars Obviously. Hollow, well, it's where Stars Hollow gets its name. You'll see that episode. Um, the part, the gazebo plays in that. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of things do happen at that gazebo, so um, I won't spoil too, too much, but yeah. All right. And uh, speaking of magic in the show... I'm, I'm making this complaint now. I, pl I don't plan on addressing it again until we get there. And it's going to be at least two and a half years, I think, until we, if we go every week. I, no, 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 no. Even then, it'll, it'll be a while. Because uh, if you have roughly 22 episodes a season, that is more or less uh, a se two seasons in a year. And then a little bit. And, like, and if we go every week without skipping a week, you have some... Uh, extra stuff, but yeah, maybe two and a half, three years before we get to the a year in the life. But the across the universe sequence that they did. I feel we were all very confused by that. All right, it's like we have a budget. Let's use it. We haven't spent all the money. Let's let's spend it and go. I feel like if anyone was going to be involved in it, like you said, we'll discuss this later when we get there, but if anyone was going to be involved in an across the universe scene, it should have been Jess. Yeah. 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 Oh, now I want that. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we're 
about 20 minutes in. Um, normal episodes are going to be hopefully around the hour mark. We're, we'll find out as we go along. Um, but uh, hopefully you are ready to uh, watch episode one, the pilot episode with us. So this has been the show in preview. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm Tara. This has been the inaugural episode <laughs> of the Stars Hollow Weekly. Do we have a sign-off? Is there, like, something special they say in the show? Oh, my gosh. I'm being put on the spot. Yes, you are. I don't know. Okay. Um, I'll have to think of something. All right. Well, uh, until next time, be like Kurt and, um, you know, go do a job for 20 minutes before you get bored and move back in with your mother again. (laughs) Okay. You have a lot to learn. All right. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.